Ghost Ship Radio Network. Sail onward. The time has come for another tale of terror and triumph, of murder and mystery. Join us as we bend the very notion of reality alongside the world's finest paranormal investigator, Vic Valentine. Vic is for Victoria. Thrust into a world she never knew existed, our hero combats the creatures of darkness in New York, the city that never sleeps. Using every trick of the trade learned from her father, John Valentine, and with the assistance of allies old and new, Victoria delves deeper into the rotten core of the Big Apple with each new case. Join us in tonight's episode, The Chopping Block. Our story begins at the end of Martin the Magnificent's ventriloquist routine, where, along with longtime partner Dennis the Dummy, Martin performs every weekend at one of New York's finest little cocktail bars, the Green Olive. Thank you. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. Unfortunately, we've only got a little bit of time left. And they don't pay us enough to spend any more time with the likes of this crowd. <laughs> Come on now. That isn't very nice. What do you say, folks? Would you like to hear one more song before we go? What do you say, Dennis? Up for one more? I think I feel one more in these old bones. Whenever you're ready. Yankee Doodle Dandy, Yankee Doodle Do or Die! Come on now, Dennis. What? It's better than Cagney. Maybe so, but that's not the song we agreed on. I decided to switch it up. Your performance during rehearsal seemed a little wooden. Now you listen here. We oh, agreed on the song go. we were going to do. Here. We've been rehearsing all week. You can't just go and change the set at the last minute like that. Especially without telling me. Nobody first. wants to see please, a duet. Please tell me about how you're the star of the show no, and nobody cares if I come or go. Me. Who are I'm you fooling? You couldn't even make it on stage without me. Let alone in this business. And they call me the dummy. I tell you, this act could give Edgar Bergen a run for his money. Amazing. How about that, ladies and gentlemen? Let's hear it from Martin the Magnificent and Dennis the Dummy! Thank you for meeting me on such short notice, Ms. Valentine. No problem at all, Ms. Angast. How can I help you? Please, call me Mary. It's my brother, Ms. Valentine. Martin. It's hard to explain. You see, something isn't quite right. Why don't you start by telling me what happened? Of course. I went to see my brother's act the other night. He's a ventriloquist at the Green Olive, and after the show... Oh, hello, Mary. I didn't know you were coming to the show tonight. I figured it's been a while. 
Is Martin in his dressing room? He sure is. Help yourself on back. Thanks. What were you doing out there? Come in. Um, oh, I'm sorry, Martin. I didn't realize you had company. I can come back later if... Oh, there's nobody here but you. And Dennis. And Dennis. Anyway, I wanted to come back and congratulate you on an amazing show tonight. It would have gone better if someone had stuck to the script. <laughs> you know, Marty, the way you talk to that dummy of yours, people might get the impression you think he's real. Do you have time for a drink? My treat. I'm sorry, Mary, but Dennis and I have some things we need to discuss. If you could excuse us, please. Dennis? The doll? Martin, you can't be serious. Dennis is just a block of wood. Why, he's no more alive than the chair he's sitting on. Excuse us, please. Well, I guess. I mean, if, that, if that's what you want, call me later. Okay. Goodbye. Tell that sister of yours to keep her big fat nose out of our business! You leave her out of this. I've had just about all I'm going to take out of you. You see, Miss Valentine, something just isn't right with my brother. I see, but I'm not sure you need an investigator. A doctor might be able to help your brother better than I can. I thought that might be the case, but if you heard the doll, the way it talked, I would swear it wasn't even Martin doing the voice. Would you at least come by and see? Martin is performing this Saturday. You said the green olive, right? What time should I be there? From Martin the Magnificent and his dummy, Dennis! Aren't they great? I'll say one thing for your brother. He certainly is talented. Come on, I'll introduce you. He'll be in his room. Come in. Hello. Martin, I wanted to introduce you to a friend of mine, Victoria. Friends call me Vic. Nice to meet you. Great show. I don't usually go for guys in their creepy doll routines, but you may have made a convert out of me. That's nice of you to say. Dennis and I have worked on that routine all week. Occasionally, he sticks to the script. Martin, could I speak to you out in the hall for a moment? There's something I need to ask you. Can't you just ask me here? I don't want to leave Dennis alone. I'd rather we went outside. It's okay. I'd be happy to watch Dennis for you. It won't take more than a minute. Oh, okay. Looks like it's just you and me, dummy. So, know any good jokes? Didn't think so. So, Dennis, you originally from the city? Now I'm originally from the sticks. I may have a career in this. Anyway, there doesn't seem to be anything strange about you. I mean... Aside from the creepy doll eyes and maniacal grin, I've spent Saturday nights with worse. <laughs> Wait, did, did you just... But Martin... No, you don't understand. You can't... You need to just leave it alone. You can't help. You don't know what he's like. I'll handle it. Is everything all right? Vic, I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask you and my sister to leave. 
Dennis and I have some work to do. Mary, when is your brother's next show? He performs every Saturday night. Why? Because I definitely think something strange is going on. Nuh-uh, you're on your own this time. But Clara, it's just a doll. A creepy, evil-looking, creepy, stupid doll. Did I mention creepy? Oh, come on, it's not that creepy. Well, except maybe the eyes. Okay, it's, it's pretty creepy. All the more reason you shouldn't send me in there alone. Sorry, Vic. I'll follow you into the forest to hunt down a hellhound. I'll chase Nazi scientists with you all over New York. But I draw the line at creepy dolls. Really? And clowns. What's got you so spooked, anyway? You know, the ancient Greeks thought that ventriloquism was the dead speaking from a person's stomach. Sometimes even a demon. And in Europe later on, people thought ventriloquism was a sign of the devil. They would burn you as a witch. You don't really think Martin is a witch, do you? No, I don't think Martin is a witch. Then what if it's like your old Greeks say, a demon? I'm sure you'll think of something. You always do. Oh, look at the time. Need to get back to work. Thanks for lunch. Good luck with your creepy doll. But Clara. Bye. You're sure you can distract him long enough for me to get backstage into Martin's room? It won't be a problem at all. But what do you plan to do once you're back there? I won't exactly know until I get there, but I'd like to take a look around. Oh, there's the host now. Hello. Hello, Mary. What can I do for you? Well, I was wondering if you knew how long... That was too easy. Guess they aren't worried about a lot of people trying to sneak into the ventriloquist dressing room. Now, let's see what we can find. Hmm. Nothing out of the ordinary. Maybe in the wardrobe. Wow, these showbiz types in their clothes. Looks like a whole department store in here. Even the doll has more clothes than I do. And that's the last time. Looks like Martin got done early. Guess I'm hiding in here. We're through, you hear me? Through! I wish I'd never laid eyes on you, you rotten tree stump. If you'd never laid eyes on me, you'd be working for pennies a day down at the docks. You're nothing without me. And there are plenty of other guys who would kill for what you've got. Guys who do what they're told. Do what they're told? That's rich. I'm taking orders from a block of wood. I ought to throw you in the incinerator. You know, Martin, you keep talking this way. I might think you mean it. Oh, you can be assured that I do. I mean, every word. And the incinerator? You heard me, blockhead. Every word. Well, Martin, I'm sorry to hear that. Looks like I'll be finding a new partner sooner than I thought. What? Where did you get a knife? Come on now, Dennis. Don't do anything hasty. I really... 
really wanted this to work out. I really did. I'm sorry, Martin. Sorry for you. <laughs> what are you doing in here? Um, you know, this place really should do a better job of labeling the ladies' room. You would not believe. Enough! Look out! Martin, are you all right? <coughs> he got me. I... Save your energy. Martin. <gasps> What's going on in here? I thought I heard gunshots. He's been stabbed. By who? No time to explain. You, go get help. Mary, you stay here with Martin. What are you going to do? I'm going after that dummy. Dennis, I know you're back here. Come out where I can see you. Dennis! So what exactly would I gain by turning myself in? A trip to the incinerator? No thank you. I think I'll pass. You won't get away. We know what you are. The jig is up. Oh really? And what do you propose to do? Tell the judge it was a doll that stabbed Martin? It was you who snuck backstage. It was you who hid in the wardrobe. You were the only person in there with him when he was attacked. Now, it doesn't look good for you, miss. Well, that's where you screwed up. Martin is still alive. No, that isn't true. Don't believe me? Why don't you come out, and I'll show you. Really, lady? You hit me twice with that gun before. It doesn't hurt. I'm made of wood. And they call me the dummy. Why don't you come out here and we'll find out. You want me to come out? Fine! Ah! I'll show you! Get off me, you little... First you want me to come play, then you toss me aside like yesterday's kindling. Make up your mind! Get back here! Oh no, he's headed for the exit. He's made it to the street. If I don't catch him soon, he's as good as gone. Even if I didn't finish Martin off, you won't be so lucky. Die, you eavesdropping menace! Ah, when will you learn? I'm bigger than you. Take that. I, I, I never saw. I couldn't stop. You, you pushed him. Relax. He was a dummy. I don't care how stupid he was. Nobody deserves to go out like this. No, a dummy. Like a doll for a ventriloquist act. A doll? You mean it, it wasn't a person I just hit? You know a lot of people made of wood? I guess not. Then explain this to me, lady. What's the big idea of throwing a doll in front of my truck? You some kind of blockhead? I want to thank you again, Victoria. I still can't believe Dennis was alive this whole time. I tried to tell you, but I guess I wouldn't have believed me either. 
Well, I'm just glad Martin's on the road to recovery. Your doll was right. Wouldn't have looked good for me if you weren't there to tell the cops it wasn't me who stabbed you. So what will you do now that Dennis is gone, Martin? You could always get yourself another doll and- Oh, no. I'm done with dolls, dummies, puppets, or figures of any kind. I'm staying far away from that. Well, then what will you do? I'm thinking of becoming a lumberjack. Thus ends another exciting adventure for our hero. Would she have it any other way? Defending her city block by block. You'd have to be a dummy to think otherwise. Join us next time for another daring adventure of Victoria Valentine, Paranormal Investigator. This has been Victoria Valentine, Paranormal Investigator, The Chopping Block. Starring Deirdre Bridge as Victoria Valentine, Anthony Iannazzi as Martin the Magnificent, John DeLucia as Dennis the Dummy, Camille Nichols as Mary Engast, Nicole Klein as Clara Blackwood, Thomas Towson as Stagehost, Rob Day as Truck Driver, and Dan Goldstein as The Narrator. Written and produced by Douglas Osterhout and Dan Knight. Special thanks to audio engineer Thomas Towson. Sound effects provided by Zach Crumlin. This show is part of the Ghost Ship Radio Network. For more information, go to ghostshipradio.com.